0: Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here discussing all things Disney. Back for another week. Yes, our sponsor didn't cut us again. We're still here. We're still here. Still giving you the best of Disney advice and news, and that is basically what we are going to be doing today, Doug. We have a little bit of Disney news, and then it is our listener question episodes. we have a handful of questions from all of you, and we're going to try and get to as many as possible, so thank you for submitting them through Twitter, email, Facebook, and random people on the street that always ask us questions, so we are going to dive in on those. But first...
1: It is Derek's birthday, so happy birthday, Derek.
0: Thank you very much. It is. When this goes live, it is my 33rd birthday, so thank you very much, Doug. It's it's great that I've been able to do this the last couple of years with you and look forward to many more birthdays with Rope Drop yeah. Radio. The one thing I am jealous, of, though, is when this show goes live, you will be at Walt Disney World with your son, Alden. I will. We're going on a,
1: a birthday trip with him. We're going to go watch the U.S. Yeah, his birthday, national Team. Not his my birthday. birthday. No. Not mine, not Derek's. We no. left him at home. Um, so we're going to go watch some soccer and hit up the parks. Um, a great combo. Orlando is a great soccer city and really excited to see um, Orlando City Stadium. Uh, new stadium built last year. So any soccer fans, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Um, we can chat soccer.
0: All right, and so be looking out on social media this whole week where Doug will be posting updates. We might try to do uh, another podcast while he's there. Who knows? But if anything, next week we'll be doing your trip report, hearing about all the new features, attractions, and what's to come at Walt Disney World.
1: That is right, Derek. And there was a little news this week,
0: earlier this week.
1: Some good news. What was your good news
0: well, it goes with the uh, news that we're going to be talking about. It's discount time for uh, Disney Travel.
1: Yeah, so a new uh, discount came out for uh, winter, springish, kind of February, March. I don't know the exact times. So this is podcasting, not blogging, so I don't need to be exact, right, Derek? But uh, big discounts came out, so check with your travel agent. Make sure they're on the ball and uh, trying to save you money. It's also a good time, even though it's discounts doesn't necessarily mean they apply to where you're already booked, but... You can look into upgrading, going from value to moderate, moderate to deluxe, sometimes for the same cost or maybe even a little bit less. So, Derek, um, you have a trip planned, already booked during uh, this discount period, and
0: did anything good happen for you? I got some good news from the Rope Drop Queen herself today. Uh, It does mean we are switching resorts, but we are saving uh, a bunch of money, which I like, and I don't mind switching resorts because we are park goers anyway. So it's uh, it's a bonus for us. I'm really happy that we get to save some money. It's, you know, that just pays off those Disney tickets, which is great. But you never know when those discounts come out and if you're working with a travel agent, what I love is they go ahead and make sure that they apply and get you the best rate, the best deal and make sure you know that hey, if you do switch resorts, you might be able to get a you might be able to get a better resort for less money even.
1: Yeah. And did you really have to do anything to save that money today?
0: Nope. 10 seconds of asking, do you want to move to this resort or this resort? And I said, sure, this one, great, done. Yeah, you didn't have to,
1: like, stay on hold, call and say, hey, can you check this for me? It was already in process. You didn't even know the discount came out, probably.
0: Actually, I I didn't, but then when I got on Twitter after Michelle texted me, then I saw, like, four or five different, hey, it uh, all came out. So I would have eventually gotten there. Yeah. But 25% 20, so. 20, uh, off, I think, for later this year, 20% off next year. It's some good times to go to the park. And mm-hmm. if people always ask uh, one of the biggest, easiest questions we can use as a transition to tonight's show is the one we always get. And that's how do you save money? Well, use these discounts. Use those discounts.
1: Or was that the question? Were you asking me a question? No, that was, I was
0: answering my own question.
1: Okay. All right. Are we ready? We are ready. Let's get to
0: more questions. (laughs) First one we got via Facebook and Joey asked best time of year and resort when traveling with adult parents and one is using a motorized scooter. All right.
1: So I thought long and hard about this one. I have not traveled with somebody using a scooter, but I've, usually like not jealous of people having to travel with the scooter, I would strongly avoid crowds because just maneuvering those things down the street, through the parks, oh, I couldn't imagine... You, you'd run people over just because people are oblivious to where they're walking, and they would walk right in front of you. So I would recommend really the low time of year crowd-wise. We're still answering the uh, go, So low crowds, but not too hot because you know uh you don't want to be sitting in your own puddle of sweat on one of those scooters i would imagine it'd be a little more comfortable for the for the parents so i would think like mid november um early december maybe uh the early february kind of like when you like to travel derek those uh the, i think those would be the sweet
0: spots for that staying away from any festival if you're planning on going to epcot yeah. or else you'll just get pinned mm-hmm. in i've seen the, that happen with scooters you need before. room
1: yeah you need room and i think those three little windows of time give you the most room now like post labor day is definitely the lowest crowd however it's crazy humid and you know i don't think my parents would want to sit around in that really high humidity high heat um so i think that's one thing to consider Now, resort-wise, I thought about this a couple different ways. Value, I don't think one resort would be much superior to the other. Their layouts are all pretty identical. Um, I would probably want preferred just so you're close to everything because even though you have a scooter, everybody with them still has to walk. That means you have one other parent making that walk. Moderate, I think French Quarter would be the choice because it's smaller, a lot less people. You know, the food, everything's not quite as crazy. It's just down a level, a little bit more relaxed. So I would go moderate. And when I think deluxe, what I would really prefer if I had a scooter is somewhere where I did not have to go outside to get from my room to the main building. Because if it's raining, I don't think it's much fun driving a scooter in the rain. Never done it. That's another reason with the time of year, it's less rain too. I forgot to say that. But so like beach club, yacht club, Those are two where once you're inside, you're inside. I think that would be a great option. Animal Kingdom Lodge, Jumbo House is another one, and Wilderness Lodge is another one. Contemporary, that was Michelle's vote. I ran these questions past the boss, and she said contemporary right away. Um, I think contemporary would be, I wouldn't like as much because there's like a separate elevator to get to the monorail platform. That would just be obnoxious. You know, she was thinking avoid the bus, but you know, with beach club, yacht club, you can scooter on over to Epcot.
0: What do you think, Derek? That was a lot of rambling there. That I was. Know. You kind of named every resort. Uh, did I? I? Yeah, pretty you close. Did not name Grand Floridian you, or
1: Polynesian. Scratch those off the list. No way, because you gotta go outside. Old Key West, Saratoga, would be awful. So.
0: I know if you're trying to save money. I was going to say, no matter what, do a preferred room. So you're just as close to the front. If you are if you have to do a value resort, just make sure you get one of those preferred rooms. It's worth the few dollars more that you might be spending. And,
1: and you might be thinking like with the scooter, the distance is as big a deal. But I think you got two parents usually. And, you know, it weighs on everybody, the extra mileage. So
0: Well, hopefully we answered that question for you. Uh, Next question, coming from Twitter, Joe, he says, thinking about a Mediterranean cruise in 2019, as I'm sure all of us would like to do, but any tips on that? Yes, let's all go on a Mediterranean cruise. This is back to
1: the mouse, Joe, by the way, a frequent guest on here. So, Joe, thinking about a Mediterranean, the biggest tip I could say is to book it when it comes out. Prices only go one direction. You're... He's well aware of that. Most of the sailings are all the same. I would, I think, the typical sailing in the Mediterranean that seven night that goes out of Spain, over to Italy and back would be more than adequate. The one off itineraries, the itineraries that are a little bit special, tend to be a lot more expensive. So I would go with the one that gets reproduced a few times. The nice thing about a cruise that's done three or four times in a row, the crew staff knows what they're doing. There's no hiccups. There's no weird days. And That would be my advice. I'd try to spend at least one day in your the departure city before and maybe take the train up to Disneyland Paris afterwards, as we discussed on our Paris episode. I see nothing wrong with that, but um, Mediterranean Cruise is on my bucket list. You can uh, see Rome, Pisa, lots of great things. Uh, south of France is awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely jealous. Wherever Joe does decide to go, I'm looking forward to going to his he's blog and reading about it some more. taking us with him, I Hopefully. heard. He's
1: booking He's booking three cabins. I like one it. One for his family, one for yours, and one for mine. That's the best tip, Joe. Yes. Just, because think of the points you would earn on your credit card. Absolutely. Joe, really, that's what you got to do. Think about the points. Book us each a room. So we're all we'll, going
0: in 2019. I love it. We'll be
1: great companions.
0: We'll even do a live show while we're out the multiple yeah. shows.
1: Yeah. As many as you want, Joe. But
0: that's the best tip. There we go. So looking forward to what Joe has to say in regards to, uh, our, our travel tips proposition. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. Question number three from Becky, what are the best uses of fast passes at the studios?
1: All right. Well, you have tiers at the studios, so it yep. does make it a little trickier. So let's tackle tier one. It's, uh, is rock and roller coaster the biggest priority or is it toy story midway mania wait times at toy story have been a little bit lower than rock and roller coaster since they opened the third track so that is something to consider if you're waffling maybe book Rockin' um instead of toy story our family's still a toy story fast pass family though um that's kind of where we're sitting on it right now but uh It's 50-50. If you got to do the roller coaster, book the roller coaster. If not, Toy Story Midway Mania is still, hands down, the best attraction in my opinion. Second tier, this is where there's a little less to choose from. Uh, If you need to do Disney Junior, this is where you book Disney Junior.
0: It all comes down to if you have kids or not on this part. Mm -hmm. Because you also have uh, Frozen Sing Along, Disney Junior...
1: So if you got a four year old girl, you're doing Disney Jr. and Frozen. If you don't, you're booking Tower of Terror and Star Tours. I don't think the Indiana Jones or Beauty and the Beast really does much for you. They're huge theaters. If you're there over a holiday like Thanksgiving or Christmas break or Easter, you might need it. But uh that that's about the only time you need those. So I we tend to book um Toy Story, and then Tower and Star Tours almost every time I go to the studios.
0: Well, and, and definitely get those reservations, those Fast Passes, as early as you can mm-hmm. so that you can get back on, get those fourth, fifth, sixth. I know, Doug, you and I have been really lucky, and I have on almost every trip to be able to get a fourth Fast Pass to Toy Story. So, Yeah, if if you miss it, if you choose you know the roller coaster, uh, and you're still early enough in the day with that extra track, it is a little bit easier now. I yep. feel like to get a fourth fast pass
1: it is a possibility where before it was hopeless.
0: Next question comes from Cindy. What exactly is Memory Maker, and why does it have to do with the photo pass?
1: All right, Memory Maker is what you purchase to get all your digital downloads. Uh, from your pictures that are taken in the park. Photo Pass is the, the Photo Pass photographers, they're the people that take your picture. I don't know why they need the two different names, really. That does, I think, make it a little bit more confusing. Um, but Memory Maker, Photo Pass, they go hand in hand. It does not cost you anything to use a Photo Pass photographer. You don't have to buy the package to use the photographer. You can hand them your camera or your phone. They will gladly take a picture with it. They don't really get paid on commission of number of pictures, so it doesn't matter to them. So use the PhotoPass photographers whether or not you get Memory Maker. However, if you're going on a little bit longer trip or say it's like that once-in-a-lifetime type trip, I think spending the money on the Memory Maker is 100% worth it. Um, You can download those. You can post them to your social media, like literally – Minutes later, you don't have to wait, you know, till you get home to sit at a computer. You used to have to wait for a CD-ROM to come in the mail. That was exciting.
0: Wow, I don't know what that yeah. is.
1: Is it like a you floppy can... disk? No. Oh, okay. It's way shinier.
0: Well, and, so, and I was going to say, also, if you're an annual pass holder, you get those already included with it. Yeah,
1: it's included. So that's one of the nice perks of an AP. Um, so if one person in your party is an AP, just make sure you're always scanning their magic band, um, and that you're all linked on the same account. And if you're linked on the same account, like you can share, share your pictures, you know, purchase memory maker. And it's really a great product. And Disney does a very nice job with it. Lots of photo opportunities. We even got to point at a Banshee, Derek.
0: We did, uh, just a little bit off where, slightly slightly off off from where, uh, the uh, the photo pass person was thinking the banshee was.
1: Uh huh. I think I'm gonna point with like open on like more like an array of pointing. If I do that again, but you're Or right. just was, make all them points. I thought early. it was
0: really I thought it was really cool that we were able to post right away on uh, social. I mean, those were right to our phone mm-hmm. within minutes. Uh, you were sending them to me. I was able to email them. So it really is a nice feature that they're doing now. I remember ten plus years ago having to go wait in line. I wanted like the the photo areas and then yeah. through them all and they'd look at borders and that was a whole nother hour of your day.
1: Yep. So
0: don't don't worry about it. Just go ahead and get it. Just wherever there's a photographer, get a picture. Great tip. So here's another question, one from Kim, and she asks, when do you need to do a tip on a Disney vacation? All right. Tipping. That's That's a topic some people, yeah, that's a good question.
1: So the first time you'll probably need to tip is if you say you have a larger carry-on bag and you take Magical Express and it has to go under the bus. You'll want to tip the driver per bag. They don't work for Disney. They work for Mears and uh, they like tips. So if they did a good job, like they didn't yell at you to like you know catch the bag as they chucked it at you, it's customary to give them a dollar or two bag bellhops if the bellhops touch your bag you're supposed to tip them when they get it to your room i'm one of those people that i have kids for a reason that's to lug my luggage around that's why alden's going on this trip so i don't He's have to sherpa. carry a bag he is my sherpa and um so it drives me nuts when the bellhops like grab your bags. i got alden and samantha train to, like nope nope we got it like they practically like hug the bag and protect it but if they take your bag you have to tip them so now say your room's not ready when you check in and you want to get to the parks, then you give your bag- bags to the bellhops willingly, and when they do, bring them to your room later, customary to tip them. Mousekeeping, usually a dollar per person per day. Uh, we On this trip that I'm on right now, we have pre-made envelopes that say thank you, mousekeeping, with money in it, and we just get out the new envelope each day. Usually the kids decorate it, um that's one of their projects before the trip to get them excited same rules going back to the airport with the bellhops and magical express um, Uber drivers might be the only other thing you don't that's a gray area some people tip uber some people don't I think if they did an awesome job you know reward them with a buck or two if they just basically said your name and then you got in the car and then they stared forward and they never said anything to you yeah I don't know. Derek, what are your thoughts? Anything?
0: Well, one, I, I always tip my Uber driver. So do you? Uh, yes, I do. You're a nicer Every, person I am. than
1: I am. Dude, there was a guy I did not tip in Seattle on purpose. Oh, well, that we were. I was frightening.
0: Th- as long, I mean, I guess we if you're near on if, a sidewalk, if you're in a near point. death experience, I guess uh, there's a reason not to tip. A, a cop what about yelled at us to move? <laughs> what about like, when ah. you're when you're on the dining plan and it comes to tipping mm. uh, at restaurants?
1: That is it excellent point. Yeah. So the dining plan covers, you know, your food, your drink, most things, uh, it does not cover the tip customary to tip 20% to your weight staff. So budget that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know for us it's, you know, by the final day, I'm at kind of of a
1: surprising expense tipping the weight staff. And, uh, it's tricky when you're on the dining plan because it's not like they ran your credit card and you just you know tack it on It's like you either need cash or you have to give them a card or a gift card it's it gets awkward, yep, so be ready to tip the weight that's an excellent one that's an important one too uh to be prepared for because I know there's people that I know like Michelle tells all her clients that to be ready for that to budget it in um but then every now and then there's someone's like We didn't budget the tipping. And when you eat a sit-down meal, like, for seven days straight, and you say it's a $150 meal every time, that, you know. It adds up. That's why I have a $30 tip every day.
0: I'm I'm that guy that day five, I feel really bad. Man, this was a good question. It was. Good job, Kim. Good job. All right. So always bring extra cash. Yeah. And uh, Mm. know that you're going to spend it.
1: Yeah, it, it will evaporate. Don't it worry. Will.
0: All right, here's another one we got. This one from Corey. He asks, best way from Pop to Whispering Canyon for dinner? So you're at Pop Century enjoying a nice afternoon nap,
1: and it's time for dinner at Whispering Canyon. Um, there's lots of ways there, Corey. I will tell you my, the best one here in a minute, but uh, one way would be get on the bus to the Magic Kingdom and then take the boat from the Magic Kingdom to Wilderness Lodge. That's probably one of the more fun ways to get there, to arrive by boat. You don't get the chance to do that very often. Um, The other three ways to get there would be to hop on whatever bus comes next with a short line that you're able to get on and go to either Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, then get on the Wilderness Lodge bus and go there. The... Other and final way to do it right now would be to open an app on your phone called Uber and request a pickup, put a pin in Wilderness Lodge, and get there in, like, I don't know, what would that drive be? About maybe 10 minutes, depending on traffic. And make
0: sure you bring something for a tip.
1: And tip, yeah. Um, Uber would be so fast and maybe, like, 10 bucks, Maybe. Um, I think I Ubered from Epcot to Car Care Center for six dollars, um, so it wouldn't be too much more than that, I don't think. So it'd be in that six to ten dollar range, depending on which type of Uber you request, how many people.
0: And for the um, record, Uber is not a sponsor of this show. We just they, like we really to should
1: check into that though. Yep, we really should. But um, someday minivans might be um, a good option, but right now they're just running from deluxe resorts, so you would not be able to get one at pop century um they evidently feel that since you're staying at pop century you would not want a minivan so boo hoo to them but uber's a lot cheaper than a, a minivan at this point so that'd be the way i would get there then i wouldn't have to spend an hour potentially on a bus and waiting for a bus
0: that's good that you would know that one better than i have cuz i've never had to do that trip
1: i've never done that exact trip either just i know i've done art of animation to places so it's similar, very similar.
0: All right, well, we have one more question left, and that comes from Debbie off of Facebook. And she wants to know, from each of us, what is our favorite times to go to the parks? So I'm thinking time of year to go.
1: Not time of day?
0: Not time of day. Mm. Which for so us actually, would be rope drop. It's given. That's yeah, our favorite it's time of
1: in the. It's in the title. We have no choice. We're con- contractually obligated. As they say.
0: Contra- no, that's just in our blood. Oh,
1: okay. Time of year. I really do like the Christmas decorations. Um, But yeah, I don't need them. I really like low crowds. I'm going to be honest. I think uh, that's my favorite thing is when there's nobody there. So that post-Labor Day week, uh, it's hotter than heck and super humid and potentially hurricanes but I do like the low low crowds. I will take low crowds over just about anything. Although I do like myself a good run Disney weekend when everybody's wearing their medals around and then like you ran one race and you see like somebody walk past with like five medals and then you feel like oh my half marathon wasn't very much. It's like the only place where you can get like down on yourself for running 13 miles, like an underachiever. But I like it. I like the uh, event-type things. I like being there for events. But uh, I guess I'll go with that post-Labor Day. I think I picked like half the year there, did yeah, I? Yeah,
0: you, you really did. You rambled through a couple of them, but it's okay. I Perfect. agree with you. I like uh, the slower times, less crowds. Uh, we go the first week of February, like four out of the last, no don't know, eight years, five years, something like that. Um, I love that week. It's It feels like it's just not a lot of people there. It's a little misty, so a lot less at rope drop. The only negative thing about my favorite time to go is that there's usually an e-ticket attraction that's down for refurbishment. And I still remember uh, our honeymoon trip was that week, and there was like a dozen restaurants that were all down for refurb. We couldn't even find a place to eat. So there are some negatives going during the slow times, of course. Uh, but I would rather have the opportunity to ride everything I want, get as many fast passes as I want than fighting the crowds because I've done that. I've been on new year's it's when you when you spend that kind of money and you're only able to do four attractions, it's not worth it,
1: yeah, totally yeah the uh rides being down is a good point, so this week in October, it's Columbus Day coming up, so it's actually a fairly peak time, like a real peak weekend with Columbus Day. But like Splash Mountain's still down, so you know and the even the Hall Presidents
0: is still down. Uh,
1: somehow it's still down. We're gonna say that for like three more years, aren't we, Derek? We'll see. But,
0: uh, I'm hoping in my my February trip I can drag my kids onto it.
1: No way it's open, dude. Okay, by by it. our
0: next rope drop trip sometime next year. Uh, I I will wager
1: a, a Disney snack of your choice on Hall of Presidents is not open by our next rope drop trip, which is not planned yet or set in stone or anything. So that, who knows how long that is. Yes. I will wager Hall of Presidents is All not right.
0: open. All right, there's a snack bet on that.
1: There's a snack on the line here.
0: Don't whip versus a Don't go up
1: too much. <laughs>
0: They will. There's there's always Disney inflation. And
1: taxes and Disney prices increases. That's the two guarantees that, in life. Oh is, and, and that is
0: why you go when it's a little bit cheaper in those non peak mm-hmm. times. Because I do like that. That you know, the text message I got from Michelle this morning and being able to save money, that is also a bonus why I like going during those times of year.
1: Yeah. So I think I'll stick with my fall, um, really hot but nobody there week to see Halloween decorations. That's kind of fun.
0: Yep. You know what?
1: Anytime I'm at Disney though is the best It's a time. good time. It's the best time of year, the time I am there.
0: And you will be there right now as we're talking and yeah. you know we're recording this a few days ahead of time. So you're getting on a plane first thing in the morning. And I look and forward early. to uh, seeing all your pictures and photos and uh, maybe if we can do a podcast from out there, just something. Uh, definitely have a lot of fun. And if you have any more questions while well, Doug is at the park, if you want him to try riding uh some of those motion sickness rides, please tweet that's... at him and Facebook him and get him no. on there. Uh because I'll be texting him nonstop. Hey, did you ride uh you know how what we'll passage again Oh, flight of passage, to fly to that's passage a good one again. again. Get on we'll Everest see how that with golden
1: Everest, no, I won't I won't. Rock and roller
0: coaster. I'll I'll probably do rocking, yes. All right. Well you are gonna have an awesome time, but uh, I think that's all the listener questions we have. Do you have any questions, Doug? You good?
1: Good. What are you uh, wishing for for your birthday? It's your Derek. Anything exciting? Uh,
0: I always wish because uh, I'm a huge football fan. I want my Packers to win and my Huskers to win.
1: Packers. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs—they're—they're they're the real deal. Watch your team out. Team
0: is four zero. So we'll yeah, see. I Maybe can brag we'll a... right now. We could be
1: four and twelve though. Yes as a true Chiefs fan, that's kind of what I expect. I
0: I did realize something talking about my trip in February. I will be there during the Super Bowl Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: uh, I've I've never been to Walt Disney World during the Super Bowl, even though we've always been right around that week. Uh, It's been uh, NFC championships before, but never the actual Super Bowl. So I am really interested to see it's non-peak time and it's Super Bowl. Could the park just empty out by 5 o'clock? You know,
1: it could, but you know what's going to happen? The Packers are going to make it, and you're going to have to try to watch it.
0: Oh, so then we'll have yep. to do
1: an episode on where to watch a football game at Walt Disney World.
0: Yeah, I will need to know, and we'll be wearing our <laughs> gear. So, but I don't want to get ahead of myself on that one. Okay. So, All right, well, if you are thinking about taking a magical Disney vacation or, or just looking to kind of you know, shop some prices around, we highly recommend Michelle. She just saved me a bunch of money today on our trip. So really excited for what she is able to offer. And right now is a good time to start looking at trips if you want to kind of wing one here in the next few months, or if you're trying to book one out, or if you're Joe, uh, thinking about that Mediterranean cruise in 2019 that you're going to bring Derek and Doug on, uh, definitely time to start booking those. So Michelle, great. Her uh, email is in the show notes. So please give her a shout out and let her know that you listen to Rope Drop Radio and that you're looking forward to talking to her about her or your dream trip. But Doug, that is all the time that we have left for today. You need to get up and get on a plane. Yeah. And um, I need crazy to be, early. Dude. I need to be crazy jealous early. of your trip. Just remember, I'll be back here celebrating my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely send me some pictures, you know, get a picture of uh, one of my characters.
1: Okay, I'll see what I can do.
0: Yep, got to get one of those guys for me. So, all right. Well, thanks, Doug. It's been a, a good night. Have a safe flight in the morning. Be sure to follow his updates on Facebook and Twitter, Rope Drop Radio. So thank you for listening. This has been Rope Drop Radio.